Because yeah. podcasting is super weird. It is weird. You know what I mean? Isn't this weird what we're doing right now? Kind yeah. of. Like, yeah. yeah it's I've just, never it's, done a podcast before. It's, it's really like, weird. Yeah. It's not it's something that you're conditioned to do as a human being, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> There's also like a balance between forgetting that the camera and mics are there, but still remembering enough that you like sound like a coherent human. Mm -hmm. Sure. And remember that this is like going to go out there mm -hmm. potentially. Because every time I tell Doug to cut something out, he doesn't. Good. <laughs> if you say anything that you do want cut it out, tell me and I will. Okay. Absolutely. For you. Yeah. If you say something. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to upset you guys. but Very kind. That's the nice way of saying he likes you better. Debbie's getting paid for this. You guys aren't. So. Right. <laughs> that is true. So we want to honor your time. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for having the invite. Us. Yeah. Do you want me to do the thing? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Welcome to Casting Light. This is a podcast put on by Guiding Light. We're super excited to have Camp Henry here. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. You don't have to give a fun fact, although you can if you want. Um, but I'm Debbie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Gwen. I am a program specialist at Camp Henry, so I get to work with the groups. Um, fun fact about me is that I want to own a pet squirrel. Oh, cool. What would you name it? Um, to be determined. To be determined. <laughs> would, it be, would it be like a regular squirrel or like a flying squirrel or some sort of other squirrel? Honestly, I would settle for either. <laughs> but I just think squirrels are so like whimsical and fun. So I just how cool would it be to say that? You have a pet squirrel. Just get a little leash for it and walk it around. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping it's trained never, well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would have <laughs> never thought whimsical yeah. and fun in regards to a squirrel. Really? I totally would. No. No, like they just like run around and play yeah. with each other mm -hmm. and like yeah. chase each other's tails up the trees. Yeah. I, I have love a beagle. It. So for me, squirrels are like <laughs> too associated with, I have a beagle pit bull mix. So like if she sees mm -hmm. a squirrel, it is hatred on yeah, yeah, site yeah. and she's howling so for Which me I don't understand. unfortunately squirrels are associated with shut up i can't hear your mouth anymore <laughs> fair enough so that might be why it's ruined for me fair enough <laughs> what what telling my dog to stop barking. oh i gotcha yeah okay. sorry way over my head whatever you're talking about good yeah my name's jake um i'm a program coordinator at camp henry so very similar to a program specialist but um a little bit more full-time work and but yeah just working with the kids and uh just seeing how we can improve our programs throughout the year so good great job um fun fact about me i love squirrels but i hate opossums with a burning passion oh really i just do not like them oh. i don't like their tail aren't they, aren't they like nice aren't they, they like the only like vermins that are nice they, you know? eat, they eat ticks and their feet get cold and the snow like it's how true, can you yeah I, there's something about them i don't Although know what the tick it is thing might not be true what? Yeah, okay, sorry. Well, might not be I true. read it on the internet. It might not. So. I know. <laughs> well, apparently know. the study was flawed that they did. I don't have to get into it. Oh. This is my random vault of knowledge that's useless. <laughs> it's not useless, and I might have to look that up later. <laughs> the, dis <laughs> the famously disproven possum tick theory. I, so. Okay. I read about that Let's in a textbook get into once. It. Yeah. yeah. So they did do a study. But the way that they determined that the possums were the best at eating the ticks is that they took a bunch of animals and they put them in cages and then they put ticks on them of all these different kinds of animals. They just put ticks on them and then they came back to see if there were 
ticks underneath like they had a catching tray so when ticks are finished Ugh. eating you mm -hmm. they fall off and they came back and if there weren't ticks in the tray they assumed they had been eaten right but they didn't like check the scat they didn't actually see if the ticks were still on the animals they were just like ticks should have been done eating by now they're not here they must have been eaten possums had the least amount of ticks in the catching tray therefore possums eat a lot of ticks but so flawed it's a bit of a flawed so study flawed. there's not really it does make me feel better though yeah so yeah I mean, oh. it's entirely possible that they are eating the ticks. Sure. We just sure. don't actually know that that's 100% What was the true. genesis for the hypothesis? Like, why were they testing whether or not possums were eating <laughs> ticks? Well, I think they were just trying to figure out what animals eat ticks because they had a bunch of different animals in the study. And so then they were, like, ranking which animals were eating the most ticks. But I don't okay. really. That, I could, okay. I don't really know. I can't I remember why. I remember being mortified that this <laughs> fact that I knew about them. Does was anybody false. eat ticks? I don't know. Chickens, there, I think. Anybody? Or... <laughs> Any of us? Anybody Any else like... <laughs> eat ticks? Is this just a me thing? You know, I had a tick on on me this summer, and it's the first experience I've ever had with that. Really? Um, freaked me out freaked me out we well, had a the big ticks or the little ones it was a little guy yeah. so that's luckily, the one that's know. the ones you got to worry about yeah, that's right the, right. the Lyme disease ones right because yeah. you don't notice them and right luckily i noticed it and we had a camp nurse uh in the health center this summer which is where we both worked but um i told her about it she's like oh like you know just get some tweezers you know get it out and yeah. i did put it in a little baggie yeah. put it in the freezer Went to the hospital. I did go to the doctor because <laughs> I was very paranoid. Yeah. So I didn't want to get Lyme's disease. My parents have told me about Lyme's disease and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's no joke. So it's no, no joke. No. no. Like, and so it's I, really hard to like know you have it. That's too. Right. scary. It's like, right. You could yeah. just have right. it. Yeah. Until it gets really bad and then. And then it's too late. It's too yeah. late. There's no yeah. fixing it, right? Yeah. Like you can't just no, like, you, have... you can't just like shoot yourself up mm -hmm. with something and then you're I fine. I guess I've heard <laughs> that there are some treatments that they're, but again, it's there's not like proof that the treatments work and they're they only do them in like mexico hmm. so you know why do they got that we don't i think it's like a, in it's an iv infusion thing and there, it takes a really long time and it's i don't know how beneficial it actually is i don't really know but i had a coworker once that had lyme disease actually did he go to mexico to get it fixed she did not know okay. she just she was Apologize. from the the northeast where like every tick has lyme disease you know like Good. if if a tick bites <laughs> you you have lyme disease why She's does from, every like, tick from the northeast have lyme disease i guess it's like statistically they just all like at like all of the the incidence of lyme disease in ticks up there is so much higher than anywhere else okay you know well, i don't really know why interesting all right good to know i would know where to not go yeah, right, yeah i wouldn't right. go hiking yeah, yeah in like yeah. maine yeah Oh, Northeast America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. It should have been clear. I have no that. reason to go to Maine. <laughs> or like, she might have been from Vermont. I can't really remember, but I know it was up in that area yeah, up there. I don't there. have any reason to visit there. It's pretty much the same as here, you know? If you're going to go there for the hiking, you can pretty much get that here. Is this a, am I off base here? I have no idea. I actually don't, I don't know, know anything about Maine. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. It's not, I can't imagine the topography is very different. Than, right. Yeah. Okay. Probably not. Also, you could just go to Canada, which would be cooler anyway. Yeah. True. Yeah. I would think. Because it's a different country. 
Yeah. And I've never been there. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you hate possums so much. That makes me know. so sad. Maybe I'll come around. You know. Do you? Okay. What's your opinion of rats? Don't like that's rats. A great either. question. Okay, no. because that's it's usually like if you don't like their tails because they're naked and gross looking, mm. which is a lot of people's problem, then a giant rat, possum, awesome. probably not <laughs> a better situation for you. Mm-hmm. But I do love possums. Oh, you love them? I love them. Okay. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about rats? I love rats. Too. I like rats. Too. I want they're a pet cool. rat real bad. I had a pet rat when I was younger. They're, and they're very nice. They are And they're super smart nice. and like people always want like gerbils and guinea pigs and stuff, mm-hmm. but like they're all mean. But rats are very nice. Mm-hmm. You can't so. really handle them. Like I have But they die so soon it just sucks. Yeah, that's very the biggest sad. What's like the lifespan of a rat? Like seven years if you're lucky. Less I feel like that. that's really yeah. long. Really like I've mostly hear like three, four years yeah. is like pretty because they also get like tumory really bad. Like a lot of domestic rat breeds have a lot of tumor problems that get really ugly and gross and weird. Like I have friends who have a couple of rats and they've had to have some tumors removed, but they're so cute. It's fascinating. Yeah. I have a rabbit and you cannot handle her. She does not like being. No, rabbits are mean. She's not. Well, she's kind of mean. Yeah. She doesn't like bite people, but she definitely just wants you to feed her and leave sure. yeah <laughs> she's like yep. put the food down walk away we're done here <laughs> and that's the extent of her enjoyment of you unless you're like bringing her more treats and then she gets really happy but she doesn't really want you to pet her unless you have food or look at her for too long <laughs> unless you have don't food. make eye contact yeah that's oddly funny. enough the beagle pitbull mix loves her cute wants to be best friends huh. isn't i was gonna say she probably all right well we've really front loaded this episode with, <laughs> yeah, with vermin talk um it got interesting can, so if somebody so um <laughs> what is camp henry if i'm somebody who's listening right now and has no idea wh- what that or is me. what you guys are talking <laughs> about um what is it yeah um camp henry first off is an amazing place um up in Oego, about an hour north of here, but it's a summer camp. Um, okay. So, yeah. So the busy season is the summer when mm-hmm. all the kids sign up for summer camp um, once they're out of school. But we also have a lot of year-round stuff we do as well. So, mm-hmm. um, groups like Guiding Light can come to Camp Henry for uh, retreats. That could be like a day. It could be a night. It could be a couple nights. Um, but we try and serve as many many mm-hmm. groups as we can during the school year as well. So, what kind of stuff you got up there? Like, what what do people go to camp for? I think it's a really great place to like disconnect, but also bond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're away from like your everyday tasks and technology and things like that, that can be really loud Mm -hmm. and you just get a place to, um, bond with your group. So we'll do work with like, um, team building activities, or we have spaces to, um, kind of push people out of their comfort zone a little bit and challenge Mm -hmm. themselves like high Mm -hmm. ropes course, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, we do archery and we have a waterfront when it's not winter mm-hmm. um like do you guys know I'm, I'm getting to something but it's like i'm assuming you guys <laughs> normally work with kids right most of the time most of the time yeah what do you think about so full disclosure like um i was a client of guiding light about three years ago two years ago um i remember going to camp henry 
And being a 29-year-old adult at the time, being like being told, oh, you're going to go to this camp with a bunch with your high ropes courses, and you're going to play dodgeball, and you're going to yeah. shoot <laughs> arrows at each other. I was like, dude, screw this. Like, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't want to do this. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I think the really important lesson for me um, that I think Camp Henry was able to give me was that like, oh, um, it's possible for me to have fun still because I think a big fear about people recovering from drugs and alcohol is that um, you, like, you're like, you not going to be able to have fun without it, you know what I mean, with a mm -hmm. life in sobriety. So I think Camp Henry has actually played a really big part um, in helping me and probably a lot of other people figure out figure that out. What is it like with you guys having working with, you know... <laughs> <laughs> grown-ass adults oh, like yeah. like is it super right. weird or is no. it there's it awful or is it <laughs> no it is <laughs> so fun yeah. there's really? like okay yeah so like when the staff come in um most of us are adults but right. there's like this um almost ability to be a kid but while you're an adult and there's yeah. so much joy mm -hmm. in that to be able to just like play and bond with the group around you so we do like we have zany games where you just like you're supposed to be super weird and you're supposed mm -hmm. to just like completely let go. And so having a group of adults who like struggle with that, mm -hmm. have a space to be able to do that, it is such a cool thing to watch. Yeah, and that's one of the first things we do when the Guiding Light, Guiding Light guys get there. It's like we'll do some zany games to kind of, you know, open it up a bit and mm -hmm. just kind of get those nervous um, mm -hmm. thoughts and feelings out right from the start. So it's like- That's the first yeah. thing you do when you get there. I'm trying to remember what right. mine was. I think mine was like something some, like we all got in a circle and we all had to pick like one dance mm -hmm. move. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I didn't like that. But yeah, like you that. say your yeah. name in a dance move. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, well, why not? Yeah. Like where where is all this resistance coming from that I am like so apprehensive to right. kind of right. let loose and like show people who mm -hmm. I really am, you know, and you know. Um, it's a good experience for someone like me who's like super introverted. So. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like like Gwen said, it's you know a place where we can get out of our comfort zones. Right. Yeah. Totally. That's just a big thing about camp in general. You know, even in the summer for the kids, we have a lot of stuff that lots of these kids don't have the opportunities to do outside mm -hmm. of camp. So um, you'll get a lot of like first timers with you know even waterfront stuff. Some kids mm -hmm. don't have experience swimming. It's like you get to go on a lake. You get mm -hmm. to do the inflatables. You get to go on a banana boat. Mm -hmm. or even like the high rope stuff. You know. Um, when I was a camper, you know, I didn't have those opportunities and mm -hmm. it really pushed me to get out of my comfort zone and try new things, which is what we're, you know, all about. Do you got so, a blob there? Do not have a blob. Okay. I have seen those before. They yeah. look very fun. They are fun. We have this big thing called the summit. It's like this huge inflatable mountain that you climb up one side and slide oh, cool. down the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. Um, sometimes it causes issues in the summer just because it's so big and it drifts off with the wind. But <laughs> Oh, it's in the water? It's, it's in the water. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. But no blob. No maybe someday. Yet. Maybe someday. Who knows? Yet. Who knows? You just, you just never know. Yeah. You never know. You got a dream, you know? Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> yep. It's yep. interesting talking about play therapy with adults, too, because, mm -hmm. like, that's essentially what it is, mm -hmm. right? Like, and I've been, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is. It's like, a name. There's a name for it? Well, it kind of. I mean, it depends oh. on how you use it, right? But I have it's seen. It's just funny. That's yeah. <laughs> well, and. It, to your point, like a lot of adults kind of like, you know, are very flippant about it and mm -hmm. like kind of poo poo it. But like I just was. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, I've and I've seen a lot of a lot of therapeutic 
um, techniques are kind of beginning to recognize the value that play therapy has, not only for kids, which it was typically mm -hmm. used for, but also adults, especially for things like trauma, um, because trauma and addiction and depression and anxiety have such a physical component that being able to physically move in a different way goes a long way to helping retrain your brain. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of practices that are holistic and starting to utilize things like play therapy. And, you know, this is why like team building for fortune 500 companies has been a big mm -hmm. deal for so long. And I think more and more adult programs are starting to recognize the value that this can have, like not only in teaching adults how to have fun, cause we kind of suck at it at a certain point. Like yeah. <laughs> we start mm -hmm. to lose our ability to even know what fun is right. mm -hmm. and like, also just being able to physically move your body in a different way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and get out of some of those like trauma responses or anxiety responses. So it's really cool. And hopefully more and more adult like programs or groups start taking advantage of things like that. Right. Yeah. You know, do you guys have a lot other than guiding light adults coming out there? We have other groups, but they don't do programming in the way guiding okay. light does. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they skip the zany things and uh, right. they skip the team building things or like kind of the play therapy like you're talking about, but yeah. they'll use our facility or they'll want to do like archery or something like that. Something. Lots of like adult. lodging stuff, you know, they'll stay in the lodges, but yeah. And meals yeah, and meals. Yep. But the, the play yeah, is less common. Mm -hmm. So, so interesting. Cause mm -hmm. like what you're talking about, Doug, is that that was the play part was the most impactful part. And I have heard mm -hmm. that, like I, mm -hmm. I work with the guys after they're, they've done, done foundations. And I do hear a lot of them talking about like Camp Henry was a really important part, partially because like they got to play and have yeah. fun and, and you know, so awesome. yeah. be pushed awesome. to really let go in that way yeah. and not like, you know, like. I hear you. The dance move thing would probably freak me out yeah, a little bit. It freaks like, me you know, out. Yeah, right. Yeah, like that, yeah. Sometimes when we're leading, I did it, it's and like, it's like you know, oh, it's it, for us. you know, we talk a lot about evidence too, and how important mm -hmm. it is for your brain to have evidence that, like, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like many times in my life where I'm like, the thought of me dancing in front of somebody is is literally like the worst thing in the world, and I'm gonna <laughs> die. At least that's what my brain thinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, oh, here I am doing this, like two months sober, and oh, I'm not dead. So giving my brain evidence that like these things that I'm afraid of, these things that make me uncomfortable are actually fine um, is a really applicable life lesson in so many other areas of your life, you know? And yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you think about like the impact of, cause my immediate thought is like, well, everybody's going to see me do it and then they're going to have thoughts about it mm -hmm. and comparing and judging is a, things that I tackle a lot for myself. So the fact that everybody is doing it together and it can be that thing later that like you're kind of like you bond over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you're in an environment where you need to speak up on a team or something, you know, then you can remember back to that, like, well, I did that really weird thing mm -hmm. <laughs> and nobody was like mad at me or like judged me for mm -hmm. it. So I can speak up and share my idea. Sure. Yeah. And it mm -hmm. can kind of, it becomes a really great analogy for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Not just dancing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So how did you guys get to work at Camp Henry? How does one find their way into into doing this? Um, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Seriously. It just right. kind of yeah, like yeah. 
fell in my lap. I was in a place where like I had no idea where I wanted to go or what uh -huh. I wanted to do. I knew I loved working with um, people and I had like a passion for play therapy. I just mm -hmm. didn't have a word for it. Yeah. Um, and my mom is connected with the church that owns the camp. Um, and so she was like, have you thought about it? And I was like, actually, yeah, kind of, I have. So yeah. I applied and I'm still there. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's amazing. I love the job that I get to do, so. It's wild, the weird paths that so weird. get you to mm -hmm. places you never imagined. So weird. Yeah, yeah and for me, um, so my mom actually used to work at Camp Henry mm -hmm. back when she was you know, a college student. She worked there in the summers. She was there as a camper when she was younger. So as a parent, um, she saw the value in Camp Henry and just what it did to her. So she sent, um, I have a twin brother, but we both grew up going to Camp Henry every mm -hmm. summer. It was probably the thing I looked forward to most um, in the summertime, just because of you know being with that counselor, that role model that you have, and really just, yeah, getting away from your traditional day-to-day -day mm -hmm. things. So um, going to camp as a young, young, younger kid was just super important to me and super important for my mom for us to have those experiences. So she was the one that really, um, you know, put me in that path. So I just saw the value in camp. And then, mm -hmm. um, once I was in college, I got the opportunity to be a counselor and I, it was something I didn't want to turn down, you know, just because of the experiences that I had with my own counselors. It was like, this would be so cool to do. And, um, so yeah, I spent two summers as a counselor and then I got into more programming stuff, mm -hmm. which is different, but it's different in a good way where you get to work with other groups like yeah. Guiding Light and yeah. school groups and um, just, yeah, just give give out everything that camp has to offer. So still here after four years, but nice. I wouldn't trade it for the world. So, All right. yeah. What are some of the, what are some of your favorite, weirdest, whatever memories of some of the, some of the guys from Guiding Light? Like, aren't there, doesn't anything oh. super weird happen? You know what I mean? I'm sure because we're all friggin' head cases over here. So, right? <laughs> no, but it's so fun. There uh -huh. was, um, they did the high ropes, the last group that we worked with in the winter. I think his name was Chris. Chris, yeah. Was there and he was everybody's cheerleader. Like, he was like, let's mm -hmm. go. Like, you're, you're stronger than you think you are, kind of energy. Um, and he like had a hard time going on the zip line, but so he was everybody's cheerleader mm -hmm. first. And then when he hit a point where he was struggling, everybody kind of turned into his cheerleader. And then he was able to like step off the platform and go on the zip line. And it was just such the cool, it was so, so cool. Like the mm -hmm. whole group cheered him on as he went down. And so it's probably not the weirdest thing, but it's something that sticks out because yeah, it right. was just so cool. <clears throat> well, it's like, you know, speaking from my own personal experience, since like a lot of us like never had a chance to like be encouraged, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or to mm -hmm. encourage somebody or to be a part of a group. And, you know, obviously, like, I think that's the reason why we go to places like this. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like play therapy and why that's so important. And you wouldn't think it, you know, you, you wouldn't think that it's important. I certainly wouldn't. I mean, but. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. conventional wisdom doesn't see the value where it's so obvious like yeah. you know when you see it you're like duh mm -hmm. of yeah. course like yeah. but i think that's something that doug and i have talked about a lot and i think we've talked about on the podcast a lot too is there's a lot of things that people don't understand about addiction and recovery and i think one of the big ones is the amount of isolation mm. and disconnection that goes into being in addiction so to see somebody that can cheer cheer everybody else on 
and then have that turned around and given back to him is a really important moment to like that's the epitome of connection, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the the core of connection mm-hmm. and that's what makes it feel so amazing mm-hmm. to see. Like mm-hmm. that's what makes it feel so powerful even as a witness. Um, because even not in addiction, a lot of us get pretty isolated. You know, like we'll have certain people, but there's a lot of isolation in the world and disconnection. Mm-hmm. Um, and making an effort to find a way to fix that, which happens so easily in play. <laughs> You know, like you're on a team, like you're directly connecting with your teammates and stuff. So I think that's one of the reasons why play is such an underrated part of therapy in general. Because, well, let's talk about Debbie used to be my life coach when I was here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of the first like big, awful problems she kind of presented me with was like she asked me like i want you to go she told me she because she gives like homework and sometimes too you know what i mean right (laughs) um so one of the homework assignments she gave me is that like i want you to go and have fun Mm -hmm. and like you am i wrong like how many people like like me that you work with have a huge problem with that where it's like oh Mm -hmm. what the what is fun you know what is that concept you know what i mean well there's a a bit of like a productivity bias, I think that happens, especially in capitalistic Western culture, right? Where like fun is seen as an unproductive activity. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that is that fun is incredibly productive for mental well-being. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like the most important productive mm-hmm. activity you can do. So um, by the time the guys are working with me, when they're moving from the foundation core of the program into work and apartment and you know moving on to those next steps they've lost a little bit of what you guys gave them at camp henry you know they've their brains are distracted focusing on being productive and going to work and you know being an adult again and so one of the things that i have to do (laughs) is force them to remember that there's a kid in there that also needs to be taken care of Mm -hmm. you know there's that that fun and play and joy that has to be fed to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's true. There are quite a few of my guys end up with homework that looks like have fun, do something silly, do something that's not productive, you know, or something mm-hmm. that you would say is wasting a waste time of time. In that's some what I was way. Say, yeah. 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 Yep. So I and truthfully, I see that with a lot of people, like a lot of adults oh, yeah. in general. Sure. Like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I think it's like the guys here have a reason to ask the question, but a lot of adults like out in the wild don't. Right. And they should, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the people who are getting towards burnout, they should be asking themselves like, have I done anything that felt fun? Have I allowed myself to enjoy an hour? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. Yep. Can you guys re- relate to that? Like, do you guys ever get burnout and just like, you have to have fun? Yeah, I mean, um, we have like the summer is obviously our busiest time. Right. Um, it's just nonstop right. craziness. Um, but I feel like it balances itself out though, because you know the work we do, the work we're doing is exhausting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, every time you have that one conversation with the camper or whoever it is, it will just fill your cup up, and it's like this is why we're doing this. Um, it keeps you going, you know. And then even with like school groups in the fall and mm-hmm. the winter. Um, it's just a ton of working with kids. Then we, when we, when we get groups like guiding light, it's just so refreshing because it's like, 
we can have impacts. It doesn't matter the age mm -hmm. of the person. Um, and it really just opens your eyes to the opportunities that are there with working with, you know, not just kids, just with any, any group really. So, um, there are those times where it's refreshing to just get a new group at camp and I've heard them, you know? that, uh, Guiding Light might be one of your favorite groups, which is hard for me to believe. But, <laughs> no, yeah. you can believe it. Okay. <laughs> yep. What yep. do you think, like, that refreshing feeling, mm -hmm. what do you think that is compared to, like, working with the kids? Like, yeah, there's, like, the cup-filling moments, but what do you think is the difference with, like, working with adults? Mm. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think working with adults is just different because, you know, one, they're not kids anymore. So you kind of have some people even have that mentality where it's like, I'm an adult now. I don't have time to have fun. I don't have, <laughs> I'm not like, I can't, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm an adult. This is for kids. Mm -hmm. um, but when you see, especially the guiding light guys, when you see them, it's really funny to see like as time goes on, just the more fun that they have and the more yeah. engaged they get. Yeah. That's what is so refreshing to me. It's like, you know, at first when they come in, it's like a little nerve wracking, you know, like I remember in the fall, it was like, I was like, what are we getting ourselves into? Oh, yeah. You know, this like yeah. group of guys are coming. Like we don't know them. Yeah. You know what they're going to be like. And then just after that first zany games activity, it's like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And it's just these guys are going to be a hoot. So I think there's another thing too. And I've, I've worked with only two groups so far. But I think with each group, I've noticed that there's just like this uh, willingness almost. Because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I, and they, I guess they might come in like you, Doug, where it's like, I'm not sure mm -hmm. if this is really for me, like this is for kids. But then there's also another side where they come in and they're like, okay, I got three days and I just, I'm just going to play. And like, that's, mm -hmm. we're going to foster the inner child. I think we went around and said our names and what we, they wanted to get out of the, their weekend there. And somebody said like, I just want to let my inner child play. And I was like, okay, you're at the right place. Like, <laughs> let's get started. So yeah. it's really cool. Cause sometimes we'll see kids who are, are super close off and self-conscious and they don't, they don't want to step out of their comfort zone. Um, and so to have a group of adults that's like, they're pretty consciously aware of like, okay, I'm here to have fun. Um, and then to also watch them like open up into that, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. hmm. yeah. yeah. The willingness I think is really cool. That's one of the things that mm -hmm. I really love about working with the guys at Guiding Light personally, mm -hmm. um, especially they've been in the program for a while, um, usually before they get to like Camp Henry or working with me. And by the time they get to us, like everybody else has done the work of like telling them that they have to be willing. So by mm -hmm. the time they get to me, it feels like I get to do like the more fun part sometimes. Like I get to really enjoy like watching them open up Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. in a way that like in roles that I've had in other positions where like you really have to do the legwork of like cracking their them open, right. you know? Right. Um, I think that's one of the kind of really cool things about working with Guiding Light yeah. specifically. Yeah, you do. You guys do kind of get them pre-broken a little bit. Sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. I didn't want to say yeah. broken, right. but like, you know. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, and I think a big thing about that is um, being vulnerable. Yeah, totally. You know? yeah. Um, even like during the zany games, you know, you're on the spot. You have to come up with the dance move. Yeah. It's like, I don't want anybody to see this. This is terrifying. <laughs> like, I hate this. Yeah. yeah. But, and I, I feel like once you do open up with vulnerability, it's like yeah. you experience it a little bit and you're like, okay, this isn't so bad. This isn't so bad. And then you might find yourself in another position where it's like, I feel okay with this. Yeah, know? totally. And yeah. And it's like, giving the group an opportunity to, to, to help you out and um, kind of see you in that vulnerable state. Um, but in the end, it's just, it's going to be helpful for you. 
to yeah. open up. Well, and, like we just like we said earlier, it's like that your brain having evidence that being vulnerable isn't going to mm-hmm. kill you is applicable right. to so many other areas of your life. You know, what is I've totally forgot about this. Um, what is the leap of faith? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> for those for the listeners who don't know what that is. For sure. It's a big telephone pole. And I how mean, many feet high is it? That's a great question. Probably oh, really? Like, I honestly don't know. 50, 15. 25, 15? I would say like some, 20 feet. 20? Let's go yeah. with that. Sure. Somewhere yeah. around 20 feet. It's, it's pretty yeah. high. It doesn't look that high when you're right. looking up at it, right? right? But, but like, when you're on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys both done it? Yeah. I have, no. Yeah. I didn't make it yeah. all the way to the top Next I didn't time. stand up on it. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, sitting. Either. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're getting ahead of it. What is it? But that's what you do. You climb right. up yeah. the telephone pole and you can either stand on it or sit on it. And then you're supposed to... Well, if you go all the way into the challenge, you jump off the top of it and try to hit this like red, red ball, ball yeah, or yeah. like buoy that's hanging. Yep. And you just hit it and that's your challenge. Hence the leap of faith, yeah. Yes. Do yep. you have a harness on? You do? Yes. You yes. are okay. harness. I was like, do you not know what the, about the leap of faith, Debbie? I kind like, I've, I've heard about it. We should and get I you up on the leap. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah. make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about that. It's they a, still can't get me to CrossFit, so I don't know about all that. <laughs> yeah, so there's a there's a harness, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still. like a full body harness. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, your brain's still telling you, like, yeah, what like, oh, are yeah, you doing? Oh, yeah. Get down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting anxious just thinking right. about sure, the yeah. idea. Yeah, your monkey it, brain is like, yeah, no. I have no, this will really Absolutely mess me up if I fall me. for right. that. Yeah. 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 And in the, in the fall, um, they did the leap of faith, if I'm correct. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. And, uh, some of the guys, it was really funny. Some of the guys would just like climb up there like it was no big deal, jump, like, oh, that's awesome. And then you have other guys that are much more, yeah, the adrenaline junkies. (laughs) Then you have guys that are much more timid and are just like, I can't do this. I remember, I can't remember, it was Jerry or Gary. Um, Probably Jerry. Glasses. Yeah. yeah. But, well, you know what? They're they're Jerry and Gary are the same look. They're the same guy. (laughs) But yeah, whoever it was, they they ended up getting up to the the telephone pole and they were standing there and they were just like shaking and freaking out. But it was really cool to see all the other guys on the bottom just like, you got this, you yeah. got it, like, yeah. you can do it. Um, and eventually he, he took the leap of faith and touched the ball and it was great. But And also the only thing preventing you from falling to your death is the fact that you're being held, like you're being by held person. by everybody. Oh, yes, you know course. what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 you're not like hooked up to like a line or anything like that. So yeah, no. if you fall, mm-hmm. if they fail you, Right. If you they like just a, let it's you a go. team. Yeah, right. Yeah, if they're just like, effort. it slipped through my fingers. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, probably wouldn't happen, but no. yeah. you know. I would hope not. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's exactly what my brain would think was going to happen. It's the ultimate trust fall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, ultimate <laughs> trust fall. a good way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we purposely have, you know, stuff like that at camp where yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you're leaving that doesn't do it that zone, right? Right? Well, Yeah, you're yeah. leaving the comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, like I said, it didn't look that bad. Right. And then it's like, uh, I couldn't make myself stand up. Yeah. I had to like mm-hmm. sit down and then I was just like, all right, I'm going to jump off. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. So you should try it, Debbie. Is that part of the interview? For working oh, yeah, at right. Henry. <laughs> like, in the interview, they're like, "Okay, should you're be. gonna climb up this. That's it. They should take us through all the programs." Yeah, so, yeah. Right. I, I, I wish. can totally imagine that being a like. I don't know. You kind of have to do it mm-hmm. yourself to like understand. When you yeah. when we get trained under program mm-hmm. like that, we go through everything as if we were the mm-hmm. the campers. The campers. Oh, that's cool. Or yeah, yeah. 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 So Maybe. we we have done it with like our yeah. uh-huh. bosses leading it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we have this oh. thing called staff training before summer camp starts. So all the summer staff get together um, for a whole week. They take our phones away, which is the most amazing thing ever. It At is. first, you're like, you're it's not so taking nice. my phone away. Like, yeah. you're not doing this. But yeah. by the end of the week, like, you don't even want it back. It's just, like, so refreshing. But, um, yeah, as a staff, we'll go on a camp out. We'll get to do a lot of the program stuff. So we do, like, the zip line, the giant swing, leap of faith. Zany um, games. Zany games. Mm. So you just get to – you're, like, a camper for the week is kind of yeah. how I like to see it. So – um, what's that. your what's your favorite zany game? What's favorite your go-to game? Yeah. Oh man, there's so many. Okay. There are quite a few. I think my favorite is Biggest Fan. If you have like biggest a fan. big group, so it's just rock mm. paper scissors. Um, but if you lose, you become your opponent's biggest fan, oh. and then you keep building these teams. And if you have a program team there who's like hyping up the whole crowd. Uh, I mean, the whole field is going crazy for mm -hmm. like one or two people towards the end of it and then somebody wins. And it's like a really big deal and it's mm -hmm. just so funny to watch. Okay, so yeah. if you lose, you have to cheer on the guy that yeah, beat you. Yeah, the guy that beat yeah. you, oh, exactly. Okay. So yeah, yeah. there'll be like two big groups. Yeah. Like supporting yeah. Oh, that's the person. Cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I think I heard yeah. some guy talking about that. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of that. I don't think, I haven't heard it called that, but I have heard of that before where like, you become almost like the the worm game where like every time you mm. eat a bubble it becomes part of the it's mm. like that mm. yeah, yeah yeah except i think you played that too like a tag oh yeah 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 i think i've like you have to play rock paper scissors with everyone or there there is a version that goes that way i'm sure oh, it might be like there's like evolution too which is where everybody starts out as an egg so you're like on the ground as an egg you find another egg and you do rock paper scissors if you win you become a chicken and then i think you evolve into like a i don't even know what's next like a a t-rex a t-rex oh, and it's okay. like batman and then yeah batman like and then like ultimate stuff. victor, and ultimate victor. So, yeah. it's super strange but that's yeah. also the point so right yeah. it doesn't sound biologically accurate <laughs> right. no yeah. i don't think I'm that's how sure evolution worked up. but right. i guess that's not the point weren't but. the dinosaurs first and then they became birds well, chickens are dinosaurs right yeah. So, eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we have lots One of variations. Like, Batman just, certainly yeah. is. The Batman not throws you off. <laughs> yeah. The Batman. That's yeah, really that fun one to do. didn't Batman. seem weird to me, me, but the the chicken and the T Rex were what got me. But Batman seemed totally fine. You could make up your own version of evolution For too, sure. with whatever you wanted. So. Yeah. And that's like another big thing about camp is like sometimes we'll have to think on our feet. It's just like, yeah. okay, what can we do with like a stick and a bucket of mud? Yeah. One or two kids. You know? Is that based on a true story? No. But oh, my, okay. our boss makes Damn. that example. He's like, if you had a stick and a bucket of mud, yeah. like, what you there's always something you can get creative with and find find some form of entertainment and mm -hmm. just fun with anything. So It's like... Yeah olden days coming up with games right. yeah. 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 Like, yeah. you got like, like a hoop and a stick yeah the hoop and the stick yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, on the frontier they're just like moving a, a hoop with a stick because mm -hmm. you didn't have anything else right? right that is fun i went to colonial williamsburg and like did that it was, when i was a kid <laughs> it's so funny what is fun now because like <laughs> it's just so different so from different. what we're used to yeah. yeah well i mean you talk about um talk about the value of having your phone taken away for a little mm -hmm. bit i mean that's just so huge just, <laughs> like yeah. it really is like i said i didn't even want it back at the end of the week because i know so, you just get used to it after the first day it's like it's your normal thing yeah you know? well yeah when i was a client here i didn't have my phone for you know four months and it mm -hmm. was just and it's like oh it's amazing it's amazing how quickly you can you adjust to being like oh yeah because I, I remember life. That. Yeah. I remember life it. before yeah. having a phone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Like, I was young, but I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like, you know, it's perfectly reasonable and possible for you mm -hmm. to live without this thing that's constantly screaming at you. you right. I mean? But 
It feels so weird. Yeah, it does feel weird. I've been practicing leaving it at home sometimes. Okay. Like Good if, for you. Yeah, if we're start. going out shopping or grocery shopping mm -hmm. or something, like I leave my phone at home and it, mm -hmm. I reach for it a yeah. lot. Yeah, right. Where is it? Where is <laughs> I go it? to yeah. reach for it and then I'm like, no, I left it at home. And then, yeah. you know, inevitably every single time I come back to it, there's like seven people have been like, emergency, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, <laughs> I had the thing all day and it was dead. But like, until, right. yeah, yeah, crickets. For sure. And then as soon as I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take three hours, mm -hmm. then everybody needs you. Who's phoning right. you for emergencies? Well, the this last time it was my future sister-in-law she's ah. 14 so everything is an emergency mm -hmm. you know so it wasn't sure. an emergency no not really <laughs> no but it was a wall of text when i got back to it Who 14 year old Sorry, girl yeah. drama yeah what's really funny is that like the first day of staff training when they tell us okay you're gonna put your phones in the bed yeah. like you can see people like frantically like on their phones like oh my gosh like i gotta text this person like, i gotta call my mom like, yeah uh, just like yeah. let them know you're gonna be fine like but it's kind of like funny. The people who have to leave that Facebook post, they're like, right. I'm going to be off like, my phone. Be Don't, yeah. be worried. Don't be worried. Right. Yeah. I won't be dead, I yeah. promise. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I do love that you guys call them zany games and not icebreakers. Because there mm. is something about the word icebreaker that really like mm. makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're probably socially conditioned to think that icebreakers are lame yeah you know every icebreaker i've been it's it's always a stupid question it's like the uh, uh I know. tell me the weird <laughs> interesting thing about yourself i got in trouble for that <laughs> you said it at the beginning of this <laughs> did episode. i today oh yeah you can say fact. a fun fact yeah, about yourself where you don't yeah. have to i yeah. would have hated if you asked me that no i used to ask like oh like, tell us about yourself and then doug was like stop that <laughs> oh yeah. yeah 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 when we first started doing this the debbie would open the episode with like She'd be like, hi, I'm Debbie. This is Dan. And this is blah, blah, blah. Well, tell us about yourself, blah, blah, yep. blah. Um, the first couple of us, we did that. And eventually I had to be like, okay, don't do that. Because like, yeah. was like, I would hate that. Not. I, yeah, That's fair. Mm -hmm. Which is fair. I just, it's so like hard to know what else to do. But no, yeah. I do kind of love, like Daniel started doing like little icebreaker questions, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool. Except sometimes it leads us to talking no, about so, possums yeah, for 15 Yeah, right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> We're also yeah. camp people though. Like I feel like those questions just, just like normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was like, you don't have to give a fun fact. Mostly is a joke, and then you both did, and I was oh, like, yeah, I no. forgot oh, no, you were asking for a fun yeah, fact. Yeah, you awesome. gotta give one. Yeah. I know. No, they were both great. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I forgot who I was talking to. You guys I, are experts at <laughs> fun <laughs> fact questions. I actually yeah. love that you pointed out the difference between icebreaker and zany. I've never really mm -hmm. thought about that, yeah. but when you think about it as like a zany game, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, we're gonna get goofy. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be really weird right now. Let's just do it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah. like icebreaker doesn't make me think of that. No, yeah. so. like the icebreaker is literally like, I always think about it because in nonprofits and social work and stuff, they love doing icebreakers, mm -hmm. mostly just to force people to talk to sure. each other. <laughs> You know, like you kind of get like nonprofit people as a group tend to be like either very extroverted and they're usually running the, the thing or they're super introverted and like they really only talk to clients one on one. So mm -hmm. they're not about to be like, sorry, I didn't mean hit the mic. I know. I did that too. Should be better. No, I'm it's sorry. totally okay. <laughs> but like, you know, so you're making it worse by just, calling attention to it. Actually, I know I do that every <laughs> single time. Um, 
I mean, it just, I don't know, like icebreakers just immediately feel like, okay, there's this thing we're going to force you to do now. Right. And then we know it's going to be uncomfortable. We just have to get through it as quickly as possible because I have to do this sure. and then mm-hmm. we'll move on. And then you can go back to being a little turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, but zany game just feels like you're setting it up as like, this is going to be weird and fun mm-hmm. and we're all going to enjoy and it. And you're going to love it. It's going to be great. That's <laughs> yeah. our phrase for everything. It's going to be, be great. great. <laughs> it's better than, I had a psych professor once that used to call everything character building. Mm. Like Ugh. every time people would ask her like doctor there were there was a married couple in the psych department so they were dr mr and dr mrs because they had the same last name so dr beasley was there were two of them so the anyway dr mrs why do we have to do this and she would be like um I'm just going to tell you it's character building which basically just meant there's no purpose i just have to yeah that's funny though yeah that's it was i like her sense of very obnoxious (laughs) she she's a a very interesting person. I did really love her classes. But yeah, everything was character building and that does not mm. inspire confidence or fun. Right. <laughs> like it's like I should be scared. Yeah. If she said it's for zaniness, maybe we would have been more into it. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. What were what, I mean, what was it? Um, I can't think of anything specific. And mostly it would be like why you had to do certain assignments or why uh-huh. the assignments had to yeah. be turned in by a certain you know like mm-hmm. that was also the class where we had to do like it was a neuroscience class mm-hmm. so we had to do brain surgery on rats oh mm. well at least they weren't rabbits <laughs> it is true i didn't have rabbits at that time so it probably wouldn't have been i might not have ever gotten rabbits if i had to do that but <laughs> my rat lived until okay you got rats i don't have rats you didn't Oh, wait, your rat lived. It was alive when you did it? Yeah, you have to do brain surgery on it and keep it alive. Oh. Until you're going <laughs> to section the brain Ugh. out to look at it under a microscope. And then then you kill it. Then you kill it. Do you yeah. have to kill it? Luckily, no. They did have students do that at first, and it turned out to not be a great idea. Yeah. So as you can imagine, so then like the professor would euthanize humanely allegedly all of the rats yeah. and take care of that so part cruel. and then you you did have to yeah, what remove the brain and oh section it i mean the, that is kind of fascinating mm-hmm. it's sad yes um yeah it was a really interesting class and not typically something undergrad students are doing mm-hmm. um which did you ever also, have to do it on people no i don't know my sister's an optometrist she had to do things on cadavers the only time you would have to actually work so we did have a cadaver lab on campus but that was not something that you had to be like pre-med and in the anatomy class for that mm-hmm. that was not mm-hmm. something that we were doing and i think the only time you would have to do that is if you were doing graduate level research on that stuff all right but i was in a clinical track so my my clients have to be alive for now yeah well to talk to them they can't really tell me what they're feeling that day if they're no longer alive anyway much like you guys you have to have alive people right we do yeah we We do do better yeah do Do you have ghosts out there oh that is a good question Hmm. uh it's been around a long time right 1937 oh damn so, wow, you were really quick with that fun oh, fact. Yeah. We it use it like as trivia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You guys do trivia? We oh, do for everything. I love trivia. Like meal times to get cabins into the dining hall, we'll do trivia. Nice. Or if people are really excited about the leap of faith, like who's mm-hmm. going to go first? Gonna go for, yep. Oh, okay. Yep. If there's 
too many people raising their hands for that. Yeah. Does that happen? Um, I feel like high school groups, though, like, oh, okay. like fight well, for teenagers. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're weird. Depending Have you ever had a guy, like, really want it, and then, like, he gets up there, and he's, like, until he chickens out? Oh, yeah. That yeah. happens all the time. It's yeah. like, oh, like, especially with, like, the giant swinger leap of faith. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going all the way to the top. Like, I'm going to make it all the way to the top. And then they get in their harness. They start freaking out. They're just like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's way bigger. It happens a lot more than you think. The yeah. giant swing? The giant swing, yes. Yeah. So that's another What's one that? of our um, high ropes elements. So two people will get to go at a time. Uh-huh. But um, you get all harnessed up, and you get attached to this, like, kind of it's kind of like a pulley system where you have a team that's pulling this rope, which in turn pulls the swing up that the two people are hanging from. And um, there's this little rope on the swing that you pull when you want to get released. Mm-hmm. So you can go all the way to the top, oh, you can go like halfway, yeah. you could go a couple of feet off the ground. We call it like challenge by choice. So mm-hmm. you can kind of choose how, how extreme you want to get. Is that a new thing? Um, I think oh. we've had it for, you know, probably like eight, 10 years. I guess I never around. got it's to been do around it. As far mm-hmm. as, as long as I know, so. I think with Guiding Light, we usually do Leap of Faith, yeah, but I don't know I think, why. Oh. Which I think the Leap of Faith also like is better for a group like that too. Where the Giant Swing is more like, you know, it's kind of more fun, but the Leap of Faith really like puts you it's on a challenge. like an individual yeah. challenge. The thing that freaked you know. me out was the, not the zip line, but the other. The high ropes course? The high ropes course, but the thing where you just drop. Oh, it's like um, a that quick, a quick jump thing. What is it? it well, the quick jump? The quick yeah, jump, quick yeah. Jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but it retired. Oh, really? A couple yeah. months ago, I think. Because of how that. dangerous it probably is. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they didn't, like the inspector guy yeah, like, couldn't come and check it anymore, yeah. so we oh, just okay. couldn't keep up with it. So now they're forced to zip line down. Yeah. Okay. The top. Yeah, I was I was like, I did the leap of faith, but that thing, I was like, screw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. I never did it. We had like a retirement party for it and everything, yeah. but I just... Yeah. <laughs> It's a little too far out of my comfort zone. So there's only one certified quick jump maintenance guy, and he just stopped doing. He stopped coming <laughs> Honestly, out. Honestly, I don't I'm know not the sure logistics. Yeah. Or like maybe that the company really stopped. I think the company yeah. stopped like making that model or something. Mm. I don't really know. There was it's just old, but then, whatever the inspections are. Like yeah. it wasn't an option. Anymore. They just have yeah. new death traps to put out. I yeah, guess, I mean maybe. that leads me to the other question, where it's like, who's the company making these things? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Yep. I've never done a rope sport. I got this great idea. <laughs> it does sound like something, not to bring up It's Always Sunny, but Charlie Day would definitely it does. be really solid as, mm-hmm. like, you know, making up these things. He just seems like he would be the guy that would be doing all of that stuff. <laughs> he actually know. is mm-hmm. the guy who owns <laughs> the company. It's got to yeah. be him. I just imagine, like, the episode where he's, like, doing the send it to Daryl or whatever, the mailroom thing. What? Oh. It's not Daryl. Never no. mind. That's something else. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Where he's trying to like, he's got all of the Carol. yarn and stuff. Carol. Yeah. Yes. I just imagine that's him trying to figure out the, the newest <laughs> ropes course idea. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. He's been up for like a week and a half straight, no sleep, figuring it out. Definitely. Well, I think I think the ropes course is probably one of the most enjoyable things to do with the Guiding Light guys specifically. Mm-hmm. Um so like I was talking about earlier, it puts you in that vulnerable position. Yeah. Where it's like, this is all up to you to, you know, test yourself, challenge yeah. yourself and yeah. see how many elements you can get. But, you know, some of the guys are, it comes a lot easier with all the adrenaline people. And then yeah. there's the people that are just terrified of heights like me. I'm terrified of heights. But um, especially like the story of Chris on the zip line. Like I yeah. specifically remember I was down on the zip line platform just watching him up there. He was probably sitting there for 15 minutes, just like 
all in his head trying to decide yeah there was a yeah there was a couple guys in my group too mm -hmm. who were just petrified of yeah because it's like you know a lot of people have never gotten to experience right. like right. just the idea of i mean once again who thinks up right <laughs> yeah. lining who comes Rope up this one's hard too because like yeah. it's a gravity zip line so you're uh -huh. Like you have to do a big drop first. Oh yeah, that, right. Before mm -hmm. your gravity is like, yeah. or before your weight is mm -hmm. caught on the zip line. So it kind of is like the quick jump. Mm -hmm. Then you get caught in the swing. Yeah. You're just convincing me why it's, I'm not doing this. I'm sorry. Should <laughs> I? That's scary. No, well, that one is no. scary. If it makes you feel feel better, like every time they come down, they're so glad that they did it. So glad. Like, I hear that. It's great. I hear it. Just, just taking that know. initial step, you know. It's so, it's so terrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I cried oh. when I did it. If that makes you feel better too, <laughs> I was like, you guys, "Are you allowed to doing? cry? Is that an okay thing?" Because oh, I yeah. would probably cry. Oh, yeah. I'd be crying the whole time. Like, you guys ever seen anyone crying. cry from Guiding Light? Also, say their name. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Is it work? Yeah. No. 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 Well, cool, but. Regardless, it does bring it. out, you can see a lot of emotion, you know, in the mm -hmm. guys, yeah. whether that's like, you know, relief from making it off the zip line or just yeah. like happy to be there or just, yeah, just bonding with each other. Lots yeah. of good emotions. Well, there's that always value in doing something that you don't want to do and then True. coming out the other side and being right. like, and being okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like if nothing else, it's like, you know, I've done stuff I don't want to do, but it's like, did this kill me? No. Oh, all right. Well, I got that. Mm -hmm. Did it yeah. do anything for me? Did it add any value to my life? Not necessarily, but you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it does. Oh yeah. Does. I'm not saying Camp Henry didn't add any value to my life. It certainly mm -hmm. did. But there are things I've done that haven't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why did I do that? Character building. Yes. <laughs> do you have anything, Doug, that you remember from Camp Henry that stood out to you when you were there? The zany games that zany we did, games. the first thing we did, mm -hmm. um, I was wearing these boots, these stupid boots. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I like cowboy boots or what are we talking Just like big Timberlands. No, the, no yeah. the, actually they were they were like uh there were some Doc Martins that I got from the donation closet here with the soles were like this thick and um, had docs in the donation closet. Yeah, and who was in charge of the donation closet? <laughs> <laughs> I still have them. They're brand new. Anyway. Um, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, who knows where they came from? Well, anyway, uh, I forget what the game was, but I know it involved a lot of running around. Sure. And then um, within the first 15 seconds, it was in one of your gyms. You know what I mean? It was winter, so a lot of our stuff was in was in your gyms and whatnot. Mm. And I think you guys had just finished building it or something. It was a new one. It was probably the Rec Pavilion. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, but it's um, a big gym. I it's a the, play, the place where yeah. you play pickleball too. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 in there. And I'm running around, and within the first like ten seconds, there's like no traction on these things on the on the new floor. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I fell, and I totally messed my foot up, and mm -hmm. like I thought I was going to be ruined for the whole time, but it was it was fine. There was also a guy in that same gym who tore his Achilles tendon. No. Oh, yeah, a couple days later. Oh <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. It was it was oh. Matt. No, don't remember. I thought it was Chris. No, he did that at uh, Sky Zone. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah at I a, do remember that. Sky yeah. Zone is a dangerous place. Yeah, especially yeah. for 40 year old men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. He was trying to do a backflip or something, I think. And he, he was like, on a. I was there when it his... happened. Uh, he was on one of the snowboards. Yeah. The, that you jump on it, and then the board went in between one of the. Uh, 
in between one of the uh, trampolines, you know? Yeah. And he went up, but the board didn't. And just... Snapped his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was, he was gimping around for a while after that. Yeah, and he was just bad. standing there. He's just standing there just like... <laughs> and he like told he like broke his femur yikes <laughs> yeah it was awesome yeah it was really bad it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> anyway chris is doing good i haven't what s- i miss him what all do you guys have out there pickleball pavilion like what what all exists at camp henry oh so much so <laughs> yeah. much exists yeah. Because I've heard bits and pieces, like I knew about the ropes course and mm-hmm. I had heard about the Leap of Faith before, but I guess I didn't realize like how much stuff is all out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have a lot of, like we have. Don't archery. have a blob. We do not have <laughs> do a not. blob <laughs> yet. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm really upset about this blob situation. I'm not upset. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> I Like we have a lot of things that could be unique experiences for kids. Mm-hmm. So like canoeing and kayaking. Archery. Yeah. Waterfront stuff. Waterfront. Archery. Um, horses 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 yep. yep we have a whole horse herd i like the horses a whole herd of horses we even yep. do like team building with horses sometimes yeah super cool what is that called know. debbie what equine, equine therapy equine. oh yeah there's yeah. yeah equine assisted therapy is the technical term oh, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we also have like camping skill things too we can do so mm-hmm. we have like fire building shelter building um, outdoor cooking outdoor cooking oh cool super fun but then as camp people i mean you could be given like a pool noodle and you have to come up right. with a game so huh. there's like yeah. endless possibilities it's almost like what we don't have like number no, one but it's like this like block. stuff that like we as staff like can do like you don't need anything like, mm-hmm. right it's all about just using our resources that we have within us rather than that, those external things like archery and laser tag and all that stuff so do you have laser, laser tag? tag we do have laser tag yes oh man wow pretty fun and the high adventure stuff high adventure yep what's the high adventure stuff like the high rope like scores oh, okay. gotcha. giant swing okay yeah. how good unless, are you guys at starting fires can you do the thing with the stick <laughs> i don't think i wish yet. i could say yes right no, now i do no can you start a fire with a book with a match and we have like flint and steel test? yeah or that i can do i've done that once okay once. i can't like flint and steel is tough it is tough though yeah mm-hmm. i Good. could i could probably do a match a match mm-hmm. yeah. flint and like steel, survivalist though. training is happening kind of almost yeah okay. i mean just like not quite prepper level right but like, <laughs> like yeah. sometimes when we do a shelter building i'll tell the kids like all right you guys are gonna make a shelter but you guys are gonna stay in there tonight yeah and so they get some really excited and they're like oh, oh we need this yeah we're we're like a super fun that's really cool. Yeah. I love They don't actually it. stay out there, but it's, oh, just, they don't? it's fun to like oh, see man. how they react to it. Oh, or I'll tell them alert. that like I'm staying there, but I'm super right. I like aesthetics. I'm like, I want a kitchen and a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And they get so creative. Yeah, it is it's so like HGTV. Cool. It's like welcome to my home. Yeah. 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 So I love wow. that. Yeah. Well, awesome. Is there uh anything else you guys need to need to tell anybody about Camp Henry? Yeah, anything you want to plug specifically? Yeah, there we go. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a great place. You I guys just got love any working stand there. Stand updates you gotta you gotta do. <laughs> right. right. I don't think I have it. Right. Um, well, you did say Camp Henry has a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like oh, officially okay. like Camp Henry like licensed oh. or anything. It's just a couple of our um, year on staff that do it. John and Mariah. Oh, so okay. It's called Camp What's People. the name? Camp People. Camp People. They started okay. like a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. So they talk all oh. things camp. Just 
what it's like living at camp, what it's like working at camp, all camp things. So send me okay. the. Uh, you got my email, either of you. One of you. I know Kelsey. Someone Kelsey, does. Kelsey, yeah. yeah. We'll connect for sure. Send me, that, send me the URL or whatever yeah, for, for that sure. podcast. Yeah. We'll put it on this too. Because yeah, oh, we can sure. put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, awesome. And then if a group wants to rent it out, come. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if they want to utilize the facilities uh -huh. and like actually get like I don't know, kind of the guiding light type of experience. Mm -hmm. Like, how would they connect with you guys to set that up? We have an awesome website, um, camphenry.org. <laughs> cool. So, um, but yeah, that has all the information that camp, um, just everything that camp does. We have like um, different um, like staff numbers that you can contact. Mm -hmm. So um, I think Leah is our camp camper experience director. She's a great person to reach out to. And but yeah, all the information is on our website. So there's also John who runs John, like yep. the seasonal retreats. Yep. Um, okay. So we welcome all groups so yep. like youth groups um work groups that want to bond mm -hmm. guiding light uh kid groups school groups whatever um mm -hmm. and in the retreat season john puts those together so he's on the mm -hmm. website too yep. great person to reach out to yeah should have brought some business cards <laughs> well we can put things in the show notes too yep for sure whatever they need, be out if there they're so watching or if listening. you're ever interested in the camp henry experience you can look that up mm -hmm right below right here <laughs> all right i we see youtubers do that but nothing. i don't think i've ever like <laughs> seen somebody do the, the point oh, do it like, yeah, yeah right. the point and not see the actual link there yeah that was so this funny. is the behind the scenes the behind the, the scenes words don't yes. magically yep. appear yes but then if you watch the actual youtube video it's gonna be there. Will. probably not <laughs> but <laughs> Those are my favorite. Like, <laughs> click here, and then it's not there. I know. I'll be editing this, and I'm like, I don't really want to put too much work into this. So. Fair enough. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to put a lot of work into this. So much work. Yeah. <laughs> really earn that pay. Yeah. Yeah, but like Gwen said, anybody can come to camp. Yeah. We're more than welcome to help anybody out that wants to have that camp experience like we've been talking about. and. Just, yeah, whether it's team building, higher ups, it can be anything. So if you want to graduate from that one match to that flint and steel skill level. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know. If you yeah. want survivor skills, yep. Yep. we don't have a bunker. But, I mean, besides that, <laughs> yeah. teach a lot Not of things. Right. quite prepper yeah, level. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, zombie apocalypse minus the bunker. Yeah, yep. yeah, They're yeah. in that. Yep. Teach you how to make a nice lean-to, probably. So. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And if you yeah. think it's not for you, just reach out. Find out. Yeah. Maybe it is for you. Yeah, there is know. a place at Camp Henry for everybody, yep. for sure. For sure. That's great. Yep. Well, All thanks right. for being here, guys. Yeah, yeah. thanks for having Thank us. You guys this was so fun. Thanks for having us. This and thanks great. for listening or watching or however you're consuming this is. media. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time okay. in two weeks. Yes, in two weeks. Right? Yeah, so that'll be. Uh, anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs>